Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out our other Time of Grace podcasts, like the podcast Little Things with Amber L.B. Swenson. If you don't know Amber, she is smart, she's witty, she's insightful, she's honest, she's blunt, she's comforting, she's amazing. You're going to love her. So just search for Little Things wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And now on to today's episode. Do you like riddles? I hope you do, because that is how I'm going to start off this devotion today. I got two riddles for you. I think one's maybe doable, one's difficult. Pretty hard. So here we go. Let's try this. What do an island and the letter T have in common? If you want more time, you can pause the video for a second, but I'm going to repeat it right now. Here we go. What do an island and the letter T have in common? Clearly, the answer is they're both in the middle of water, which makes sense, right? Literally, an island is the middle of water. That's what makes an island an island, and the letter T is in the middle of the word water. All right, that one was the easier one. Maybe that makes you nervous about this next one. I think at least this one's difficult. Here we go. Let's try another one. The more you take of them, the more you leave behind. The more you take of them, the more you leave behind. Do you have an answer? The answer is footsteps. All right, that makes sense too, right? The more you take of them, the more then you're going to leave behind. Riddles are hard. They're pretty difficult. No, we found out by reading the book of Judges, the Philistine people, they didn't like riddles that much either. They're hard. Samson, when he got married, he married a Philistine woman. And at his like wedding celebration, he thought he would have a little bit of fun. And he threw out a riddle to the Philistine guys that were there and challenged them and said, if you can figure this out, I'll give you 30 sets of clothes. And then he gave him a riddle. All right, let's, let's see how you do. Here's the riddle that Samson gave in Judges chapter 14 to the Philistines. See if you can figure it out. Out of the eater something to eat, out of the strong, something sweet. You got it? I, I'm going to tell you right now, I never would have gotten this. Um, just reading this through, it, it makes sense. Maybe you've read this through and you know what the answer is. The, the something sweet here is honey. And it's honey eaten out of the, the belly of a dead lion, out of the eater, something to eat. I'm guessing you didn't get that. The, the Philistines had no clue. And time was about to run out on this riddle challenge that was there. And so they got really agitated and they went to Samson's new bride and basically threatened her, uh, strong-armed her and said, you got to get us the answer from Samson. Samson told her, she told the Philistines, and they conquered Samson's riddle. Now, Samson gets so mad at them that they cheated and, and used his wife. He got revenge. Samson went out and he killed 30 Philistines and then gave their clothes over to pay off his debt. Well, the Philistines weren't too excited about this. And so they got revenge uh, because Samson got revenge. And they went and basically took Samson's wife away from him and gave her in marriage to another Philistine guy. When Samson hears about this, finds out what they did... He gets revenge based on the revenge that they got off of his original revenge. And Samson goes out and he captures 
300 foxes, which is pretty remarkable by itself. He ties their, their tails together and then puts a torch there, lights the torch on fire and releases these 150 pairs of tail flaming foxes out into the fields all around with the Philistines and just torches their crops. Well, then they get mad, of course, of the revenge that Samson got based on their original revenge because he had revenge. I think I got that right. And so then they got their revenge and they grabbed Samson's once wife, now given into marriage to another man, and they burned her alive along with her dad. Samson hears about this, about the revenge that they got based on all this other revenge. I'm not even going to try. And Samson gets even more revenge and he goes out, he encounters this group of Philistines. He has the jawbone of a donkey and the Bible tells us he killed a thousand Philistine men. Now, what do we learn from all this? Well, first of all, Samson, although he's this chosen by God person to deliver the Israelite nation, He's not without sin. And revenge is just that. Revenge is sin. Well, we also learn that revenge just never makes things better. Samson thought it would. He hoped it would. He got his revenge to try to even things out. But revenge just never works. Revenge, it it doesn't satisfy. And the reason why is because that original hurt is still there. Revenge never satisfies. It only It only multiplies. It multiplies hate and it multiplies hurt. And hurt people hurt people. They they hurt people in revenge. Who hurt you? Who is it in your life that just went after you and they seem to have no remorse over it? Who hurt you? Who, who slandered your name? Who dirtied your name? And then in response, what we do, well, they'll dirty your name back and we gossip about them to, to someone else. Who, who hurt you? Who, who physically attacked you and you attack them back? Hurt people hurt people. And, and revenge, that revenge, and you know this, it never satisfies, it never fixes anything. And so God gives some special instructions to us and says, just don't fall into revenge. It just, it never works. He specifically says this in the book of Romans. God says, do not repay evil for evil. You're just going to get more evil. (laughs) You're going to get bigger evil. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to, to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. When I read this passage, it made me think of this story that had kind of been suppressed in my memory from when I was in college. I remember playing just some pickup basketball in college and just out there having fun with the guys. And I'm underneath the basketball hoop about to get a rebound. And this guy in the other team, an upperclassman, way bigger than me, just trucks me. Just blindsides me and smacks me down to the ground. I got like whiplash as I went down. I hit the court really hard. He's kind of laughing about it. And... My instant reaction was, I'm going to come up swinging. Like, I was mad. That was a cheap shot. And thank you, Lord. This is not for me. Thank you, Lord, that he stopped me from doing that. One, the guy's a lot bigger than me. And two, that one to helped. And and so God put something in me. Instead, I jumped to my feet and laughed it off. Went, man, that was a good hit. Whoa. And just ran down the court. 
didn't engage with them. And the other guy was so blown away by it, he never messed with me again. And actually, we became friends. Evil was overcome with good. Friends, it's exactly what Jesus did for you. When Christ Jesus came down to this world, the, the devil threw every evil at Christ he possibly could, every terrible thing against him he possibly could, every evil temptation against Jesus he possibly could. And what did Jesus do? How did Christ overcome that evil? Not with revenge. He overcame evil with good, with his life of perfection, a gift then that Jesus gives to you. So friends, the world is going to attack you with evil. Don't overcome or try to overcome that evil with evil. Overcome evil with the good of Jesus. Give your hurt over to Christ. Give your sense of want of revenge over to Christ. And be forgiven. Friends, if hurt people hurt people, the opposite is also true. Forgiven people forgive. How do you end revenge? Go to Jesus, get forgiveness, and overcome evil with good.